Hey everyone, we are back with another juicy episode. We made another list. And this one's based on all the recent news about the All-Star game. So check it out. Plus, more on the Kansas banter. Can't wait to dig in. We are proudly partnered with Amateur Hour Sports Network. You can find a consolidated list of all our streaming platforms as well as any link associated with 2Compass on our IG bio. Find our pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Radio, and so much more. All on our link tree and our IG bio. But first, know it all, bring that nasty beat back. All right, we're back again. Another exciting episode this week. Um, you know, a lot of stuff has happened, some developments, but we got a special episode today for you. We're going to be, I don't know, your favorite, us producing lists, you know, and, uh, <laughs> for, but first I want to welcome, uh, my co one of my co-hosts, Liam, Liam, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Dan. And, uh, I'm excited when we do these podcasts, but I got to say, I'm really excited for this one. Cause I sat down and made this list and, you know, we, us three, we do love making lists and, uh, I'm yeah, hoping there's some contention here. I had a tough time making mm-hmm. this list. Um, I actually did too, surprisingly. I'm, I'm looking forward to some probable Dan bias in this list. So that should be fun to pick <laughs> yeah, apart as well. Definitely. And, sure. uh, I'm going to be honest, there is. <laughs> yeah, I knew there would be. As soon as I was looking at this list, <laughs> at my part, I was like, oh, I got this guy in the bubble. For sure, Dan's going to have him in. But um, <laughs> starting no, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be here. And uh, let's do it. Nice, nice. Hi, and uh, Andres, how are you doing? My other co-host. Pretty good, but I am, I'm going to tell you, I'm getting sick and tired of being second fiddle to Liam. I would like to be announced beforehand. That'd be great. <laughs> if you can until, beat until me in you, fantasy. Until you prove yourself otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until you prove yourself otherwise. <laughs> if you could beat me in fantasy, then sure. <laughs> all right, fair yeah. enough. All right. Trading all my picks. So we're recording t- today, February 7th, um, on a Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, but we're getting it in early so we could watch that. Um, unfortunately for Liam, we are... Recording during the Man- the Man City Liverpool game, but uh, right. I think yeah. uh, I think I think once Man City wins and Manchester becomes blue again, I think uh, he'll get over it. So yeah, we'll have our Sundays available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get into it. So the first the list we want to get to you guys is with the recent news and the voting available for um, the NBA All Star Game. Um, it's still I don't think it's a hundred percent confirmed that it's happening. But they are doing preliminary voting and stuff, and things already been coming out. So um, we know the distaste of some people, as you saw with Darian Fox, and even though he's not really an all, he's never been an All Star, or he might not be this year. Who knows? But w- with him kind of expressing his feelings, if he got chosen for the All Star game, LeBron James, um, a huge figure, obviously, his really distaste for the All Star game. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks before the All Star game. But yeah, so the voting's gonna come out, and that's kind of what we're gonna do our list on is what we think are gonna be the the West and East All Stars for this year. Um, we're gonna start the list with having six front court players that are selected, four back court, and then two wild cards. Um, this is how kind of the the voting happens now. Except I believe the the fans vote for the starting five, right? And then after that, it's the coaches coaches um, that decide the remaining. Um, so. Yeah, so we kind of get it. We'll get into it. Um, how do you guys want to do this? Um, so I just want to clarify. I think the coaches just choose the two reserves, if I'm not mistaken, and then the media and the, f- and the media and the voting decides uh, the other ten. I believe. Ten. Is it oh, okay? I thought yeah. I thought it was like the starting five, and then the the fans vote for the starting five, and then the the rest. It's like I, I think the maybe most media and coaches. The most popular ones would get the starting 
five. Um, but it's, it's a combination. It's a percentage-wise, like fifty percent um, compartmentalized with the voting, the popular, like the popular votes, and then there's the the players' vote and the media vote. Uh, come out, take the rest, and then the coaches do the two reserves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. I maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're starting five. I thought it was just mostly fan voting, and then after that, it's just kind of a mix of everything. But either way, um, we'll have. I don't know if you guys took took that into account a lot. I did a little bit based on like w- what the media, what coaches would choose, but I didn't like. It wasn't solely based on that. So we'll see what you guys have ranked. We'll do. Like, what do you guys want to do? The West or East first? Uh, I think the East was harder to pick. So should we like, and it's more competitive. Should we? Save best for last, or start with the best. Let's, yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Well, we could start with the. We'll start with the West then, and we'll save the start East with for the West. Which is which is funny person, to say because yeah. recent years the West was going to be the harder one to choose all the time. I know, I know, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it was I, I think it, I think this. the West was a bit more sh- straightforward to be honest. Yeah, than the, than the I East agree. Is. Yep. Um, okay, so we'll do. We'll say our first six front court, um, and then we'll go into the back court, and then we'll go into our juicy wild cards. Alrighty. So the wild cards could be a, a, either backcourt or frontcourt, so that doesn't matter. It's just two random positions. Um, yeah, so we'll start. We'll start off with Andre since he's a little salty that I introduced Liam first. Um, you go you. for it. Get rattle off it. your first. So your first six. The first six. So I kind of uh, to preface. I kind of did take into account what the the media and the fan voting was gonna was gonna do. So and and I think the frontcourt compared to the East frontcourt. Um, this one was a little bit harder because I think the front court is kind of heavier in the West. Um, so yeah. I'm just going to start off with doing my three that I think are going to start are going to be Jokic, LeBron, and Paul George. Those are my top three. Okay. And then my Ooh. secondary three was going to be Ingram, Kawhi, and AD. So those, interesting. Are, those are those interesting. Are, those are my those are my six. Okay. 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 How about you, how about you, Liam? Do the same format as Andres. Do like your three if you have them in order like yep. that. Just do three. You think are going to probably start, and then the three. So yeah, okay, I agree with it. I agree with Andres in that, and obviously I'm sure Dan, you've got uh, sorry, LeBron and Jokic are definitely starting in the front court, right? Yeah. I had, yeah. Yeah. I um, those are my my starters. And I, I had Kawhi over Paul George, Dre, just because I yeah I know that, Paul George fair. has been was, awesome this yeah. season. Um, but I think Kawhi ultimately is more important to that team. Yeah, I, th- I was I was on the, uh, I was on the fence on Kawhi and Paul George. I obviously wasn't going to choose. A, I was going to choose a Clipper, but I just think George Paul George was there for their. I don't even know if he's missed more than like three games so far. Um, so and mm-hmm. it's like I was just kind of taking into account that it was just going to consist that way. So I think Paul George was going to be in the starting lineup. But again, no complaints of Kawhi was there either. Could have won either way. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so who are, um, who are your who are your other three? And then my next three are Paul George, uh, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Gobert for uh, the the three front court reserves. <laughs> Interesting. I guess. So so right. yeah. actually, actually, Liam, our West front court is exactly the same. I have LeBron James, Jokic, and Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, and then I have the other three is Paul, like well, like Paul George and Kawhi are interchangeable to me, but I I just think Kawhi's probably gonna get more fan voting, yeah. so I think he's gonna yeah. be like uh, in the starting lineup. And then Paul George is definitely deserving. So I have Paul George, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Gobert as well. The reason I had Rudy Gobert, and this could be the same as Julian, but it's because the Utah Jazz are doing so good. I just don't imagine not, them not having um, two All Stars, and it's kind of cheating that hinting of what I'm who else I'm going to have um, in my All Stars for backcourt. But I just don't see it like where they the number one team in the NBA right now. 
is not like I mean it could change. Utah could go on a ten game losing streak. I doubt it, but they could, and it could change. But I just don't see it not happening that way. So that's why I had him in my in my front court. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I think you got to reward the mm-hmm. the best team and yeah. like probably not the best player, but a very impactful player and in the front yeah. court. So uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna I mean, go with you could argue Bears their their best player, most important well, player for that team. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah, maybe what yeah, do you guys maybe think? like. No, schematic I think, wise no. he could be nope. like based on like this role defensively nope. um he's like the pillar on defense nope. he's like the only one that like hold it you don't think he i is? completely disagree there's no way that the utah jazz move forward without donovan mitchell on there. like no I, like you're saying no i'm saying defensively he's no, not but, like they're but no they're but like, i'm going to liam's point because he asked it was gobert was oh, the most okay, valuable okay, so player on the utah right. jazz which i don't think is yeah. true i think if, if donovan mitchell wasn't on the utah jazz just alone just last shot taker who would who would who would the utah jazz have like just like playmaker, yeah. yeah I get the defensive. Hey, Conley. Anchor. Conley's been really good this Mike, season. Mike Conley's really a good season. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, but are we really betting on Mike Conley gonna take over a team as opposed but to like, Donovan okay, so Mitchell? It's the the way the way I see it is like, well, who do you like? If they didn't have Mitchell, like you was, you would assume like they're not gonna just get have like a, a they're not gonna put like Ro, Ro, like Royce like Royce O'Neal in there. Like, they're probably gonna have another good player. Realistically. Well, same thing with Rudy Gobert so, as well. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So like, real relatively, in my opinion, who do you think? Will fare better without one or the other, but ha- still have another good. Like, I think the Jazz, really good the Jazz, would have a better player. record um, with Donovan Mitchell and without Gobert as opposed to the other way around. I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I like go, go, Rudy Gobert is one of the best defensive players in the NBA. Like, Donovan Mitchell is not one of the best scorers in the NBA. Well, like, yeah, like what, for what they actually do the specialty, I don't think. Like, so in terms of like importance, I think because the Jazz are not, they're not like scoring teams out of the gym. They're playing. I mean, he's like probably one of the best defensive teams in the league. That's why they're like doing so well. Well, yeah, yeah it's all, think... it comes to coaching as well. But I think like you just saw in the yeah, playoffs alone it. in the bubble, like Donovan without Donovan Mitchell, they, the Jazz wouldn't, wouldn't have made it a series with the Denver Nuggets at all. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'd agree mm-hmm. with that. That's true, too. That's true, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's definitely tough for me. For sure. Yeah, it's tough for me. Yeah. It's not tough for me. I think you I think you might. I would probably ultimately side with Mitchell as being the most important player. Mm-hmm. But I think. I think people see the scoring and and automatically like think it's a slam dunk, but and maybe fail yeah. to uh, to consider how important Gobert is for that team's uh, like uh, identity. Yeah, fair. But uh, so yeah. I, I chose Ingram, which is the only difference I think we had in the in the top six. I just think Ingram mm-hmm. is having like a remarkable season for the Pelicans, and like he deserves all the money he got. And like if if you just look, like pull up his stats, it's actually like ridiculous. Like. Brandon Ingram is averaging like highs in career highs, obviously, and basically every stat that he has, and he's leading that Pelicans team. Even though Zion's having a really good season as well, it's I think more Ingram's team than Zion's team currently. Okay, so I don't know if I want, I don't know if I'm gonna be reading this for you, and I don't know if you have them, but why would you not have Zion over Ingram? Like the, I saw their stats too; they're pretty. It's pretty comparable. Yeah. It's not like ones they, they are, but like in the in the end, Brandon Ingram's, in my opinion, the, the better the better player right now for this season. And he's more mm-hmm. valuable to the Pelicans as opposed to Zion's no perimeter and Zion, and Zion sucks on defense. <laughs> yeah, it's well, exactly. Like, not the great, like the greatest no, right now anyways. I don't have either no. of them, to be honest with you guys. Yeah, but like, Bre- like just I just think the, mm-hmm. the value that Brandon Ingram brings to the team. And so like th- this thing, like if Ingram, if you interchange Gobert and Ingram, I think going to the reserves, I think the coaches end up know, like realizing how much of value how much value Ingram brings to the Pelicans and we'll, might choose him as a reserve as well. 
So like, I, like I have Gobert as one of my reserves, just because I think that the like coaches, your wild cards? yeah, because oh, yeah. the coaches, yeah. the coaches will choose Gobert because the Utah yeah, Jazz are doing so well. So that's yeah. why. That's why. Yeah. I think. I think. I think Gobert is a lot. So th- yeah. That's why I'm going for fa- um, the fan voting and players. I think will acknowledge um, Brandon Ingram and put him in but the, the but that, that, and that, the media as that's well. That's a that's a one thing that's kind of iffy with me though, because if there was one person on the New Orleans New Orleans Pelicans that's going to get fan voting and maybe media voting, is that's going to be Zion? I don't think it'd be Ingram. True. Like I think Ingram probably could. It probably is a better player right now. And performing better than Zion, but in terms of fan voting, I know for sure Zion's going to be but, way ahead of. But the me- I think media and, and players wise, media I think well. I think they, they'll choose Ingram over Zion. Me, I don't know, but media is basically like kind of a fifty-fifty with me. See that they, they might pick the most important, but they also might pick the one that's the most polarizing. And I think that's definitely uh, Zion. Like he's the most exciting one to watch. I don't know. I think that's fan voting voting more more than more than anything. Like captivating the audience is not really the media's perspective i think i think they kind of go close to what the players choose in that aspect yeah i would agree with that take. so fans for sure zion 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 but i agree media is a little bit more uh i don't know not like that i guess (laughs) yeah they're not as biased to like just what they see on screen Or like the highlights. I don't know. Well, so, well, some people, I don't know. Like in terms of bias, I don't know. Just like just talking about like NBA awards and stuff. There's a lot of different narratives that media follow. It's not always just like the best statistically or best whatever. So that's why that's why I think it's not only like the best player. Yeah. Usually. Well, that's my case for Ingram. That's why I had him in my... Yeah, I think he, I think he should be an all-star right. this year. Um, He was an all-star last year, wasn't he? What, what was, was he reserved? Ingram? Not uh, sure. I don't think so. Let me fact check that. But I think he yeah. deserves to be but, it this year. In my opinion. What what I, what I struggle with with picking Ingram was because the Pelicans are doing pretty poorly. I agree. This Dan. year, so I, I don't. That's have why, Ingram that's what kind of that, it, that hurt. For, that hurt me. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. that's what hurt for me. Like I, I was definitely debating Ingram and Zion as well, but I don't want to ruin any more of our picks because we're like yeah. basically just naming out who we're not picking. So <laughs> we'll go continue with uh with the backer. So Liam, you this you go you go first this time. Uh, who's your do you, I guess your two and then two after? Yeah, he was an NBA. Uh, just might- to interject, he was, a, he was an NBA All Star last year. Brandon Ingram. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming you guys have the same starting backcourt as me with Curry and Doncic. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. obvious for, for West All-Stars. Maybe. Um, we'll see. Maybe, and maybe. then and then I've got uh, Dame Lillard and DeMar DeRozan, who I think is quietly leading oh. the Spurs to a pretty good season. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I like me some Demar. De- so. Definitely, definitely, not, definitely not sexy, but yeah. yeah no, not sure, sexy, sure. but he's he's yeah, <laughs> quietly leading them to a good season. Yeah. I uh, I'll say as a Raptors fan, I, was, I don't, I am happy with that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's interesting. That was an interesting. One. Okay. So Andres, what do you? How about you? What do you? Have? So I had actually I had Dame and Steph as my backcourt for for the Ooh, two starters, okay. just because going back to like I guess this kind of goes against my Ingram argument a little bit, but. The 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 Trail Blazers are doing better than the Dallas Mavericks, and the Mavericks have been absolutely garbage so far. I know they've been they've been yeah. hit with COVID quite a bit, but still, like they're second last in the West. Like it's, I know Doncic is Doncic, been real but, disappointing. Yeah, I know he goes to Liam's <laughs> Liam's ranking going third in the West. I don't know if that's gonna happen, yeah. but but like, to be rough. fair, I just want to say <laughs> yeah. the 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 amount of wins between like fourth in the West and like Dallas is only three. Yeah, so they like, can go I mean, on a run. It does look yeah. bad in the standings, but yeah, yeah, like if they go on a run, but they have to like people healthy. But they're they not looking great. Like they're the one of the worst three point percentage teams in the league. Like it's just like it's yeah. not looking great for the Dallas Mavericks. So that's why I had Dame in there for the starting, Dame and Steph. 
And then I had Doncic, obviously, and sorry, what you yeah. Sorry, Dre. I was just going to say, you said they're one of the worst three-point teams. That looks really bad when they traded away Steph, uh, Seth Curry as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we exactly. we kind of <laughs> like that trade, Dan, but then like the we way it's kind of... 76ers for sure. Yeah, but I also thought Josh Richardson yeah. would be a nice defensive presence next to, to Doncic, mm-hmm. but the way it's played mm-hmm. out with that, that stat, that's pretty eye-opening and uh, looks like it yeah, has not played true, out well for, sure. for them. Sorry, Drake. So, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. So then I had Doncic and I had Donovan Mitchell as my fourth because the Jazz are number one in the West. Yeah. So that's yeah. my that's so, my fourth. And I, I was just, I was gonna say like the backcourt is like was easier to pick for me. Like it was not as deep in the West as the frontcourt was. So I think mm-hmm. it'll show in the reserves. I think for I think both like both all three of us. But we'll we'll see what you guys have. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it was just, I had a kind of like a hybrid of both of yours. Um. So I had Steph Curry and Doncic. So I got with the um. I had those two. I think the fans are going to be like bonkers for the amount of votes they're going to get. Doncic and Steph are yeah, going to get. Probably. Um. So and obviously the media loves Doncic. Same with like coaches and stuff. So and players. <laughs> so I feel like he's going to get for sh- for sure a top two. And Steph obviously is like a NBA favorite. Yeah. So he's guaranteed there. Um. And then I have my three, four. I have Damian Lillard and Don Mitchell. So that's like. Similar to Andres, and I had uh, all those four players, but just different order. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, for obvious reasons, that um, Utah and I kind of gave it away when I was talking about the front court is is like the best team in the best record in the NBA right now, and they were previously on like a t- eleven game win streak. So um, yeah, I think they, I think Donovan Mitchell gets in because of that, and also because he's the Utah Jazz is what we kind of said the best player on the Utah Jazz. So. Um, he gets in for that reason, and that's my backcourt. So our wild card. This will be interesting to see who you guys have. Um, yeah. we'll do uh, mine. Are, I think mine are a bit more spicier, so I'm gonna leave it mine till the end, and I'll give I'll give Andres a floor this time for who's your wild cards. So my wild cards. I so I had I had four like that where I was like debating over, and that was really tough mm-hmm. actually for me. So I kind of jumped into the minds of the coaches on this one. I think. Um, so mm. I did, I was going to do Gobert as one, cause I had Ingram as my thing. So Gobert was going to be one of my reserves and I actually had Christian Wood as my other one, just because the Rockets mm. are looking, looking good without, uh, Westbrook and, uh, James Harden and Christian Wood's like, he's going to get most improved player in my opinion. And then, um, I think just the, the, I think he just deserves a reserve spot. And I think the coaches think that as well. Because I was going to go Booker or Zion as well. But I don't know. Like, I don't think... I don't know. I just don't think Zion will, will make it if he doesn't get in with the fan voting. And Devin Booker is, like, took kind of regressed a little bit just with the CP3 ad. Um, so I think they'll acknowledge the Wood development and the Rockets play um, ahead of whatever Devin Booker is doing with the Suns right now. And then Gobert, obviously, because Jazz are first in the West. So I had Gobert and my Christian Wood would be my reserves. For the All Star, hmm. okay, okay. Uh, and also, I wanted to note that I just wanted to confirm how like the All Star voting works, just for the people listening. So the fan vote accounts for fifty percent of the total vote to determine the starters of the NBA, and uh, current players and media members split the other fifty percent. Yeah, and then each ballot consists of two guards and three front court, which we kind of stated already. And then the reserves are chosen by NBA head coaches, and then the injury re- replacements are chosen by Adam Silver. Are we gonna go into Adam so, Silver's picks? Uh, you know zion's gonna be there for sure yeah yeah so i think uh, i think i think that's kind of what i was envisioning anyways when i chose these so i just but i just wanted to say um kind of what so we didn't really clearly outline the 
Okay. Kind of the requirements of the voting. So kind of just want to let that out there. Okay, so Liam, how, what were your wild cards? Since Andres picked Gobert and uh, Christian Wood. And Wood. Yeah, so my... my f- These two spots kind of came down to four as well, like like Dre said there. And it was between... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was between Donovan Mitchell, Christian Wood, Chris Paul, and CJ McCollum for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I would have considered Wood more, but with the recent news that he's injured, and it looks like it's not yeah. like a couple days, it's going to be a couple weeks, I, I took him out because mm-hmm. I don't think... I think that'll obviously hurt his chances. And I did take out Chris Paul. So actually, I went with CJ and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Because I think CJ's been he's been almost just as good as Dame this year for the yeah. Blazers. So but, yeah. I, uh, but, I put but, him but, in. But, but with your logic and CJ, like, isn't he in, like, he's a, he has a big injury too. So if you're yeah, not being Christian Wood. I think he's going to be back a little bit sooner. Oh, okay. Fair. I, I didn't think he was gonna be back like that soon, but and to be fair, CJ deserves um, an all star, at least one all star selection in his career. Yeah, at and yeah, one. I kind of feel like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So he he does, but the thing is, I don't know if when he's gonna be back. I don't know if he'll be back in time to to secure enough votes. He only played like what two weeks of the season, three weeks of the season, and then he got injured. So Liam, what were your uh, picks? I don't know if it's enough. What were your confirmed picks? Me? I was at Liam. What were your confirmed My picks? Confirmed were picks are uh, CJ and Donovan Mitchell. Oh, okay. Yeah, so CJ one I'm kind of weary about, but yeah, with Don Mitchell I had them in my my four. So um, yeah, I just don't know. Like unless someone, unless you and you guys can look that up quickly, I just thought that yeah, CJ's injury was gonna be a lot longer. All right, down to yours. Then, um, so mine, I had obviously the Dan Rodriguez favorite, Devin Booker. <laughs> I um, freaking knew, knew it. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. I knew it. Um, and and but like it's not just that wasn't just like a troll pick. I definitely have like. I, like I have reasons. Make for a case, why. yeah. Make a and, case. Um, I, I, well, that's I can because one of the Phoenix Suns are looking. One is. <laughs> the, the Phoenix <laughs> the Phoenix Suns are looking really good this year, um, better than previous years, obviously due to Chris Paul as well. But I think Devin Booker is a big component of it. Stats wise, he is beating Chris Paul in almost everything other than like assists, and like I think their steals are very comparable. Um, and then so I think he's definitely like the face of the Phoenix Suns right now, and I think he will be rewarded for that. And because they're doing well as well, I think that will help at least get one Phoenix Sun. I was waiting between Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but obviously edged, Devin Booker edged out for me because he's one of my favorite players. But I think I think one Phoenix Sun has to be on an all-star team because they're doing well this year. So uh, I chose Devin Booker. And then my other wild card is Christian Wood um, hey. for the reasons that kind of Andre said. Um, the Everyone thought Houston was going to be really bad, and yeah. they're actually in it still. So, and that's partially due to not only like Christian Wood, but like Oladipo, John Wall as well. But I think if there was one person on Houston that would be, would, would be able to, uh, <laughs> kind of go through is that, and that's, that's Christian Wood. So yeah, the ankle thing was kind of scary because yeah. that just happened. So we'll see how long that lasts for. It might hurt his chances, but who knows? Maybe if he's back a week or two before, he might be able to yeah. kind of squeeze and in again, there. These are the coaches, um, right? So like they, they, they don't look at, um, I think they might look at the missed time less as opposed to like what yeah. fans don't see him like on TV as much. So I think like mm-hmm. the coaches, I think the coaches acknowledge like the improvement and the impact they have on on their team. And I think um, yeah. they've seen how good the Rockets are doing without two all-stars, essentially two MVPs. Like it's a, I think that's what they'll notice in Christian Wood to get him in there. So that's why I still had him even though there's injury and Gobert as well. Yeah. I agree. So th- do we have an update on CJ, on the CJ uh, injury? Yeah, to jump in, yeah. <laughs> I uh, 
I, <laughs> I I looked it up, and I guess when I was doing my research, I thought it said he's going to be back in a week, but now I'm seeing it says he's going to be reevaluated in a week. And that's always yeah, scary that's to what, see that's reevaluated yeah. because you have no yeah. idea. So uh, that means he's not even close to being ready <laughs> yeah. um, to come back. So I'll allow you to change your pick, Liam. If you were to change it now yeah, I'd, from CJ, knowing that he might be gone, I'd throw, in, I'd throw in Chris Paul over Chris yeah, Paul fair enough, fair. instead of CJ. That's still a good show. Yeah. And, and then that's because of Phoenix. Like, what, do you, what were your reasons for Chris yeah, Paul? Yeah, Phoenix has been good. Uh, I think they've mm-hmm. taken, like, Chris Paul, their main offseason addition, and they've taken what seems mm. to be a step, at least into being a playoff team, possibly That's battling true. for for home court, uh, first mm. round of the playoffs. So, uh, and people love yeah. Chris Paul, and you you see it kind of when legends like that get to the end of their career, they start to get more All Star games because who yeah. who knows what could be their I agree, last. I should, right? I should agree with you, Liam. With uh, yeah. with like, I think Chris Paul is a more valuable player in yeah in Phoenix because like. As you can tell, like with just with the addition of CB3 alone, they've jumped like what ten, like almost ten, eight to ten uh, slots in the in the in the standings. So like I think that just mean, shows Phoenix finished ninth yesterday. You see that? See bubble Devin Booker. Okay, okay, okay. The season. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> they they, they didn't undefeated in the bubble. Don't even get me started. But the I think just think alone, you can just see how, how much of an impact Chris Paul makes on a team. Mm-hmm. So to say. That that's what that was where I would choose Chris Paul as my ahead of Devin Booker as well, but yeah, you, you can make your case either way. He's not even. Yeah. This, I don't have any Phoenix sons of mine, so like he so, like yeah. he won't be a starter. So like none of them will be starters in my opinion. So I don't think the fans would voting would help any of them. Even though I think Devin Booker would get more votes than um than Chris Paul, but I think like I think like because Devin Booker's been so good for so many years, and I know he's, I say that, but he's really young. But like for the past four or five seasons. And like he's never really been awarded like an all star, any like prominent all star kind of positioning. So I think maybe that will kind of go into his his um case. But I don't know. Like I, I just think Devin, at least I think one Phoenix Sun should be in it. And my little bias had Devin Booker, but yeah, whether Chris Paul or Devin Booker, I, yeah, I think one of them. That's a good be case. Yeah, I think a son a son uh, Phoenix yeah. Suns player deserves to be there as well. So all right, awesome. So yeah, so I think we uh we kind of. I think we touched basically on every eligible all-star. I don't think we really missed any. Is there any outliers that we kind of really didn't talk about? I think we, between all of us, we kind of yeah. covered everyone. The, CJ, the, the, DeMar, the DeMar one was kind of a surprise because I didn't really have Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. DeMar yeah, I didn't have a. I didn't have a spur. Aren't you guys showing love to DeMar? Man. Yeah. It, it's not, honestly, it's not sexy enough for me. I don't know. I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to, I think the coaches could possibly put, because the San Antonio Spurs, yeah, Spurs are doing well. I think he could, but I don't know. It just wasn't. Like no one's popping out in San Antonio. Yeah, I went with like, like Demar Derozan's well. stats aren't like the greatest, but it's just because overall the team's doing so well. I think he'll be That's there. That's why I did, kind of didn't have. I one. think he'll be there, boys. Yeah. I, I don't honestly. I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's it, it's a bad show, anyways. But yeah, just for me, I just didn't uh, like my. I like my four. I kind of really liked because like for my arguments that I made, it made sense. Like Dame, Donovan, Luca, and Steph. So it was it basically I would have to have Derozan in my wild cards. And I kind of just like Christian Wood and, and Devin Booker better because one, the, the Suns are doing better than the Spurs. I mean, <clears throat> barely. Granted, it's literally one game difference, yeah. but like it doesn't like I know it doesn't really matter. But if I were to choose one from one player from one team, it'd be the Suns over like the Spurs, and then Christian Wood up for obvious reasons. So, yeah, I hope you're right, Liam. But that'd be sick. I'd love to see tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so now let's get to the spicier one, and that's the East. This one's actually pretty entertaining. This is the first time in a while that the Easts are going to be, it's like flooded with talent. Yeah. So it's going to be, 
interesting because there's probably gonna be one team with or a few teams with multiple all stars and there's just not enough room. So we'll see. I want to see. I'm wondering what you guys uh who you guys will take. So we'll start over their front court. Uh, we'll do Liam this time. You uh you can start off. Who is your your front court? Yeah, my for the my East? front court. Uh, my starting three are Yanis, Durant, and Embiid. Um, I think that was pretty easy for me to pick, especially Embiid having an MVP mm-hmm. caliber season. Um, uh, and then I've got my other three are, um, Tatum, Middleton, and Sabonis. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, okay. So, well, let's, before we dive deeper in that, Andres, you name yours, I'll name mine, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So the, the three were obviously a given, like, I don't think if anyone has a different, um, front court three. Mm-hmm. Then you're would, weird. You really have to convince me, like otherwise, yeah, like right. really, really have to convince me otherwise. <laughs> uh, Durant and beat it, Yanis, uh, easy three, and then I had Tatum mm-hmm. as well, like Liam. I'd have Sabonis as well, and then the only mm-hmm. difference is I had Vucevic as my sixth slot for for my front court. So okay, okay, yeah, we'll let we'll let you uh, see what you got, and then we'll we can discuss. Yes. So I had. I had obviously Kevin Durant, Yanis, and Joel Embiid. Um, like you said, those are obvious ones. Uh, Jason Tatum, Sabonis, and then I actually had Jimmy Butler as that last that last slot. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just kind of, I just thought like, oh well, well I guess we could discuss it now because yeah. we everyone already said it. And I think so. Who was our, you had Middleton, Liam? We had uh, one different. Andres, you had. Had Vucevic. You had Vucevic. Daddy, yeah. So Luke we all Daddy. had that last kind of slot different. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler because he, he's going to be a reserve, and I think that he are not going to be this bad for like the coming the coming time. I have, like faith they're not going to stay underneath Orlando Magic and eight and fourteen. Like I don't think it's that's that's going to happen. So I think Jimmy Butler is going to be uh, like a, a big component of that, and I think the coaches love Jimmy Butler, so I think they're going to uh, probably have him just sneak in there. Um, whether it's a, the the six I kind of said or maybe a wild card spot, I don't know, but I think he you have to have a like. You're gonna have to have a player from the Miami Heat, and I think it's gonna be Jimmy Butler. So that's that's kind of my case for okay. for why I had him. So like you're, you're, your Middleton case. You're really banking on some future growth from the Heat. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I just don't think that he can be that this bad. Yeah, I agree. Like, so like, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, uh, I don't know. My Middleton case is he's he's in the All Star game like every year recently, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Milwaukee's true. good again, and. Uh, yeah, I know he's maybe not a sexy pick, as Dan would say, because that team is Giannis. But I think Middleton's a pretty yeah. good foil for Giannis, and he's going to be back there. I think it's a steady, steady as they come pick for the All Star game. That's fair. That's fair. How about how about your your Vucevic pick? That was kind of a that was. I do like the Vuce show because he's kind of like the DeRozan show, like not sexy, but having a really, really strong yeah. season. So go ahead. Yeah, Trent. but Orlando's not like the Orlando's not the greatest though. No. So I don't know. That's a bit different from the DeRozan show. Yeah. So so the reason why I picked Vucevic is that so he was an All Star in 2019, and he is showing like very similar numbers to when he was an All Star. So like I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Orlando Magic probably weren't doing as well as they were in, back in 2019 at this stage. But I think like his numbers are like kind of like kind of crazy for like what um, what kind of people projected. Vucevic to have and what like the Orlando Magic are doing so like I think mm-hmm. I think that'll propel them for voters to like especially in Orlando or um in Orlando to vote for like if they're gonna if you're gonna be if you're Orlando Magic fan if you're gonna vote you're voting Nikola Vucevic and I think the numbers will help them uh those numbers will help them carry into at least his top like six 
place. And then, so the fan voting's there. And then the players, I think, will acknowledge that as well. And then the media will see a 23, 23 points, for three, uh, basically four assists, 11 rebounds. And they'll be like, okay, this man deserves to be in another All-Star game. So, like, I think that's what kind of drove me comparing to Chris Middleton. And um, who'd you have again, Dale? I had oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, the Jimmy Butler could yeah. could could bash Nikola Vucevic a little bit just because of the bigger name. But I don't know. I think that's mm-hmm. why Vucevic deserves to be an All Star, at least in the in the in the subs on the bench for the the East. It was a little fair, shallow though fair. this front court. Like honestly, I don't really like the the like the bottom three as much. Like they're not, they're not. I really like. I think. I think the for the I think, West I think is Tatum, better. I think Tatum and Sabonis are very deserving, though. Yeah, like, yeah I don't yeah. think. But I think the West is better like a, in terms of front court. Like, I had the hardest time deciding well, between yeah, the West well, and the, the East. Yeah. Yeah, we have super. I think I think Jason Tatum would have been a way better pick if uh, if he didn't have COVID. Like he would definitely be like an argument that you put. No. Because I think he'd be consistently good. No. From like he started off amazing, and he'd be even better. Oh, not even better, but he could if he maintained that same level of play. Um, he'd definitely be like a good show, like compared to the other ones too, like from the West. But I think because he's been gone for a while, oh, it's okay. like I thought you're, okay, I thought we'll you're getting at that you'd be able to make a case to Tatum in the top three. I'm like, there's no way, Daniel. There's no, no, no. I, Surely I because not. Kevin, Ke- like those are all, <laughs> yeah. those are all three like MVP like level players right now. Um, playing, I think Jason Tatum's like close, but I don't think it's like, um, I don't think it would have been like to edge any of them out. I think, but I'm just saying in terms of like. Like you say, you don't really like Caliber the bottom players. I think I think it's just not. Yeah, Jason's not, Jason Tatum's not like that sexier now because he's been gone for so long. But yeah, fair enough. You know, remember how remember how good he is when he starts. Re- when he recency bias for sure. Numbers. Recency bias for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, okay, yeah. So that was our front court. Um, back court was was the one that yeah, I kind of struggled with because harder. Yeah, that one, and then the wild cards as well. So we'll start with um, Andre. We'll start with you this time. Uh, who okay. are your back court? Selection? So, so number one, I had James Harden. That's like that was my number one. I kind of no matter what I was gonna have him. Mm-hmm. So the second one is kind of where I debated between two players, but in the end I chose a better team and I chose a bigger name and I chose Kyrie. So I'm gonna have a Nets backcourt for my starting two. Damn. And then I had Beal okay. and Trey Young as my three four. Beal was the other one that was kind of deciding whether to put it because he this man is actually ridiculous. There's no way like this, this, the stats these guys putting yeah. up like he deserved to be like in the in the top four for backcourts in the East. So I was mm-hmm. deciding between him to put in the backcourt, um, but in the end I chose Kyrie just because he's a bigger name, he has a bigger audience, and he's a better team. So that's why. Fair. So Trey Young, Beal, Kyrie, and James Harden. Interesting, interesting. Okay, how about you? How about you, uh, Liam? Um, you yeah, have? I went with Westbrook, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. As soon as he said that, I sent him a fantasy offer <laughs> for Westbrook. Yeah, I was expecting that from Andres, but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Westbrook could not be farther from the All Star game this year. No, I've got I've got Kyrie as my starting point guard, and uh, this might be a stretch, but I've gone for Jalen Brown as a starting shooting guard. Oh, I don't think that's a stretch. I, I don't think that's a stretch either. Yeah. I've loved what he's done this year, and I didn't want to go with an all. Uh, I was thinking Harden, but I didn't. I don't really want to reward Harden's behavior from his start of the year with the Rockets. <laughs> behavior, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like when a yeah, student misbehaves; him. like you don't really want to reward that behavior. So I'm gonna do this. Do the same thing with Harden there. So I've got oh, Kyrie no. and Jalen Brown, former teammates, uh, teaming up on the All Star team again, and uh, my reserves. My reserve guards are Harden and Trey Young. 
Fair, fair. Yeah, so this this one was a really tough one for me. Um, I'm just gonna go straight out and just say I had Bradley Beal as a starter. Yeah, fair. I think the fan the fan voting are gonna rally behind Bradley Beal because of like everything that he's done, and he had, was an All Star last year, and he was putting up massive numbers, yeah, his yeah. best statistical season in his career, and he's keeping it up this year basically. Yeah. And I just think he's gonna rewarded by the fans. Five and five. Like that's insane. Yeah, and and the thing is, everyone in the media. And like the fans as well, we're like saying, like, basically saying why like Bradley Beal wasn't in the All Star game. So I think this year he's gonna get his like, uh, what's due to him. So I think they're all gonna vote Bradley Beal. I think he's gonna be the, I think he's gonna be the number one guard in the East as like fan voting. So I think he's gonna be a starter. Um, I think I had, I had James Harden at two. Nice. Um, like I said, I had, I was debating having Kyrie in there, but I think I just don't like that Brooklyn back, like backcourt. Um, so like. In terms, no, like in terms of like all star voting and stuff like that, right. I just didn't like having both of them there. So I kind of had, um, I don't have him, Kyrie, in my top four at all. I think he's, he might, I'm pushing him out a little bit, but okay. we'll talk about that after. So I had Bradley Beal, James Harden, so those are my two starters based on voting. And then I had, uh, Trey Young and Jalen Brown as my three four hmm. because I think Jalen Brown is having an, a, like an amazing season. That's why I wasn't, wasn't surprised at all that you had him as your starter. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, and then Trey Young is obviously Trey Young. Trey Young, so <laughs> I can I cannot omit him. Someone's average ten um, assists. But, yeah. Insane. The, guy, the, yeah, the fouls so that think, guy gets, like watching you guys watch the raps last night. Oh my god! Yeah, I caught some of it. The line yeah. so much off. He's basically James yeah, Harden no. 2.0 with his like Seriously. backing into people mm-hmm. and getting free throws. Yeah, he's kind smart. Annoying, he's just, like, good basketball IQ is like uh, through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's a, those are my four. Um, what do we have really different there? I think so. I uh, I didn't have Kyrie. I think you both, you guys both had Kyrie, right? Yeah. And then I didn't have. Liam Beal. didn't have Harden. Uh, did you not have Harden, Liam? I have Harden. I don't have Beal. I have Harden and Young as my reserve. Right. Or, sorry, right. as my bench guards. I guess I don't know what to call these. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah. We'll, 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 let's get to our wild card because I don't want to ruin anything now. Like we, I think we kind of spoiled it a bit before in the West. So let's just go to right to the wild cards. Um, I think uh, Liam, you go first, and then we'll discuss everything after. Because I think this will kind of answer a lot. So of So there's the last two, right? Yeah. Last yeah. So two. I do have Beal, obviously, in my last two. Uh, worst Fair, team in the yeah. league. I wasn't gonna give him like a an, an easier way in, but he definitely deserves to be yeah. there. And I actually have Miles yeah. Turner as my other one, as my last one. Whoa. Interesting. Okay. Now, okay. I left some big, like I left some nice players off this. Um, yes, for Miles Turner, but. <laughs> Turner is probably the leading candidate for defensive player of the year. And interesting factoid on him is uh, just second here is, is Mohamed <laughs> Salah scores a penalty. Um, yeah. Dang. Interesting factoid on Turner is, so we obviously agree Sabonis should be there, right? Sabonis has been unreal this yeah. season. His on off numbers, Sabonis, his on, when he's on the court, the, the Pacers net rating is a negative two. And when Turner's on the court there, he's a plus 12. So you could argue that he's yeah. been more important to Indiana's success than Sabonis if you look at those numbers, which uh, yeah. are interesting. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And uh, yeah, he's probably one of the leading candidates for Defensive Player of the Year. So I've gone with Turner ahead of uh, a lot of other good players. But what you say, we with Turner, is Turner yeah. in and out of the starting lineup for the Pacers? Uh, well, I mean... It's depending who they play, yeah. right? And also, he's yeah. like he's closing every game and he's playing the big minutes. So, I True. like I think he could, uh, I think he could be an all star. Yeah, 
Because I was gonna say, like, if he if he is, it's kind of like your numbers kind of reflect the players you're playing. Like, if he's coming off the bench, you're not gonna get the qualities of the bonuses matching up against. No, but, but he uh, yeah. he plays a ton of minutes next to Sabonis. Yeah, like so. you were saying. Yeah, as I was say, then yeah, then then you're stat 100. I agree with that stat. If you're gonna make a case for him, yeah. But but I also I also think that the Pacers like play through Sabonis mostly. Like they're not like yeah. He's like Sabonis is like the engine of that team. So I don't think like in terms of like just that stat kind of doesn't. No, I mean it, it says that they work well together, obviously, but it doesn't really show me that like Turner is an all-star just because he's their plus his plus minus or like Sabonis plus minus is better with Turner on the court. I think it's an additional stat though. Like it complements Miles Turner. Yeah. Like aside from his defensive player it of the does. year. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying I don't know if it's all-star worthy. Yeah. And I don't know. I was just ready to reward Fair. him for uh, like, he's been really good this season after basically like the Celtics didn't even want him in the off season. He's taken a huge step. So yeah. I was yeah, ready no, to reward that really over sure. some of the, maybe some other better known players or uh, bigger names yeah. that are on some, worst teams this season that i'm sure we'll we'll get yeah. into any because i kind of want to talk about the snubs okay. for for the east here so i think there's yeah, yeah there I, I wanted to. all right so andres go ahead and get your wild wild cards and then i'll say mine yeah we'll, so we'll talk about everything. Uh, i had to put jalen brown there because i didn't have him my four so obviously he, he took um he took my my wild card spot because the coaches are going to obviously going to want to put him in there like the if the mm-hmm. if he doesn't obviously make the four um because just his, alone, his stats and his contribution to the Celtics without Tatum, um, with Tatum, mm-hmm. is actually remarkable. So that's what I had as my my fifth. Um, and I, I I was gonna I'm going with another backcourt player as well because that's, that's where I had issues with my, the East backcourt is kind of like harder to choose than the West in my opinion. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, my other one was gonna be Zach Levine just because he's been like unreal in in um, statistic wise and for the Bulls. I know they're not the Bulls are not the Bulls are the Bulls right now. But I think Zach Levine <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of deserves um, a shout in the All-Star bidding, and I think the coaches will see that because he had. There's, I forgot what the stat was like a couple, like a week ago or so. But he like he broke a record for most like um, was it most like points or something between like four within four games. He had like a hundred and something. Like it was ridiculous. Um, so I think score like he's just like his offense is juggernaut right now, and I think he deserves um, a shout from the coaches to get into the All-Star game this year. So that that was my that was my other. Pick. So it's Jalen Brown and Zach Levine. Okay, nice, nice. That, that's that's fair. Um, I think so. For me, I had I had Kyrie Irving because I I didn't have him in my four, and I think he deserves to be an All Star despite everything that's uh, going on with him. He's having a great statistical season as well, and Brooklyn's looking really good. And then I have obviously my boy. The one and only Ben Simmons. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, so a big reason, a big reason, not only because he deserves it, but because the 76ers are <laughs> like the best team in the East and one of the best teams in the one of the best records in the NBA, just just underneath Utah, uh, the Lakers. So I think obviously, like it goes with everything that I've been saying. I had Gobert and and Mitchell as like the Utah because they're the best team in the West. So I have to kind of follow with what I'm I'm saying, and I'm basically not I'm not going to be choosing anyone else in the 76 other than Ben Simmons, um, because I already had Embiid in, in the, as a starter. So I think um, I think that because of 76 are doing so well, you have to contribute their success. So obviously Joel Embiid because he has an like MVP caliber season, but also Ben Simmons as well. So I had him, and I can't re- can't reward be rewarding like um, the Nets with like three. Three basically also obviously deserving, but they're not. They don't have a, the same record as the 76ers as well. 
And so I can't be deserving three players and then not I only have one for the best team in the East right now. So Okay, but I think Ben Simmons will be in. And he does more than just like than just score. Like he's not like a scorer and putting up a lot of stats. Well he doesn't score, he's, so I he's hope like, he does more he's, than just score. He's like the go he's like he's a kinda like the He's a kind of like the Gobert of, of like the 76ers. He, he's a defensive anchor of the team and he does more for the 76ers than a lot. He, get, he gets credit for just because he can't shoot threes, but that, that's why I had him in. Um, that snuck him into my wild card spot. Uh, okay. Let me attack this first. Let me attack. Let me attack this first. Let me attack this first. Okay. Attack this there first. you go. Okay. So. <laughs> so with your, with your like argument saying that like you're awarding like the better mm-hmm. teams with like the secondary best player to make an all-star game, then why I would say, sure. I would yeah. say Chris Middleton kind of brings more value to the Bucks than the Simmons does to the 76ers. So if in that case, they're only two games behind the 76ers. So like, why wouldn't you put Chris Middleton ahead of Ben Simmons? But, but you're not, but then in, by that, like means the singer, Chris Middleton's the only person that's really helping carrying the load in the Bucks. I think Drew Holiday is as well. Like, I don't, I don't like, know. Drew Holiday hasn't been great, have? great this season. Tobias Harris. Like I think Tobias Harris sure. could. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah. In terms of, more, a player, yeah, Tobias like, Harris more than in terms of quality of player, would you rate Drew Holiday more or Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris this season. So yeah, this has been better than Drew Hawkins by far this season. And no, Chris no. Middleton, Chris I just, I just Middleton is a closer for the Bucks right now. And like, I, I think he brings way more value to the Bucks than Ben Simmons does to the 76ers. No, that's not true. And because defend- like, without Ben and Simmons, 76ers would be a terrible, terrible defensive team without Ben Simmons. Tell me who's defending. Tobias Harris not playing defense. John B's not playing defense. I'm not, like, I'm who, not, I'm who's not, playing, who's there on playing defense? I'm not taking away anything from Ben Simmons. I'm just comparing Chris Middleton to Ben Simmons and then the situations that they're in. I think Chris okay, Middleton is no, more Okay, but you're saying he, he provides way more value than Ben Simmons does in 76ers. I say that's completely He does. Not true. He, he closes games off. Because Yanis can't That's shoot. Completely not true. Yes, yeah. he does. Okay, but like, and then and Ben Simmons. Okay, is but like, and, and in terms of value, I don't, I don't think like you can't literally take away Ben Simmons from Seventy Sixers and say they're going to be one of the be- best defensive teams in the East and take it away, take Ben Simmons away and be like they're still going to be that. I never said that though. No, I legit never, not. I never said that. But I'm, I'm just not saying, saying he's a negative value. to the team. I'm not that's saying enormous value. I'm not saying he's a negative to the team. I'm just comparing Chris Middleton's contributions. I know you're not to Ben Simmons, and I think. Ben Simmons is a good player. Don't get me wrong. He deserved to be an All Star last year, but he regressed obviously this year. Yeah, and yeah. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton has brought more than enough to the Bucks table this year. And I think if you're going to make a case the way you did with Ben Simmons, I think Chris Middleton deserves it more than Ben Simmons does. Is what I'm saying. Sure. I don't know. I just I don't. I obviously don't agree. But yeah, that that's what if that's how you feel. Then I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you. I just think your your only case was because he closes out games. That doesn't mean as much to me as someone who. Does basically everything for the 76ers on like one end of the court. Well, Chris Middleton is also a two-way player, two way player too. It's not like he doesn't play any defense at all. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying like without Middleton, you still have Yanis, Andrew Holiday to hold it down on defense. Like you have two really like elite defensive players. And who's holding it down what on do you offense? Have in the 76ers? Huh? Chris Middleton's what? been huge on offense for the Bucks. You're looking sure, at just defensive, then you got to look at offense. Even series. if he's been there huge, he's still not the goal to go to player in either end of the court. Okay. Okay. Okay, I don't know if, Liam, so, if I took any other words out of your mouth on that one, but no, I, what do you think? I think this is a pure homer pick from Dan, throwing Simmons in. <laughs> I think there's many more, uh, well, maybe yeah, not many more, I but I think there's definitely some more deserving players. I mean, yeah, I don't know, Dan. Who do you, you have in your bubble, Liam? Uh, on my bubble, I, I had Simmons on the bubble, but pretty confident with holding him out. I had Bam, <laughs> I had Bam on the bubble. Uh, Gordon Hayward, I thought deserves some consideration. He's been really good this season. Yeah, I had him on my bubble too. Uh, I wrote Tobias Harris down. I wrote Randall down, although I'm not don't really love that I had one. Randall in my bubble too. Um, yeah, and yeah. actually, I wrote uh, Jeremy Grant down too. 
because he's had some really, really amazing stats for, for the Pistons. Probably a long shot. Yeah, but they've been awful. Because um, yeah. yeah. they've been awful. And then Sexton was the last bubble one I had written down. Probably a couple, nice. a year away, That's a good. year or two away from Sexton being an all-star, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree as well. Yeah, I had um, I had Sexton as well that I was kind of considering. And then I had, I'm surprised you didn't have Zach Levine at all there. But, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I had, yeah. I had Zach Levine. Uh, oh, okay. I just, yeah, he was one of the names I had crossed off. I, so I had Sexton and um and Julius Randle um because the Knicks are kind of like putting on a show this year a little bit I mean they're they're kind of falling out of form but Julius Randle has been a big part of that Knicks organization right now so I was giving I was gonna debate him because I thought the coaches might acknowledge that as well depending where the Knicks kind of get finished close to the All Star All Star break or one day break I guess um <laughs> so I thought that Julius Randle might make it in there with Jalen Brown um but in the end I chose Zach Levine just because of his outrageous numbers. I also had Malcolm Brogdon there, which I was surprised you had Miles Turner um, there before Malcolm Brogdon, because I thought um, Brogdon kind of um, increased his load, increased his stats this season. He's a very important piece to the Indiana Pacers. Um, and then I, 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 this is a bias for sure. I I thought for sure, like if, not for sure. I thought I really want, was hoping Siakam or Fred VanVleet would get a shout out at all the, in, for these for one of these uh-huh. picks. I thought Freddie more more than Siakam just because he's been yeah I, I, I don't Fred I'm yeah. doing Fred VanVleet but I do love I, just, I did not see Siakam Fred. at all going into that front yeah. to going into the front no. court so like for the coaches picks I, I was hoping Freddy. maybe Freddie yeah I hope I was hoping Freddie yeah. maybe got the his nod. name deserves to be mentioned on this All Star podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so exactly. I had him I agree, a borderline agree, yeah. um, but like the fifty point game I'm, like I think like I was when that when the Raptors beat the Nets I'm like this is it the Raptors are coming back they're they're making a run they're going for a little run here. Freddie's gonna get an All Star shout out, and then they lose to the freaking Hawks. I'm like, yeah. damn, we can't catch a freaking break. <laughs> so then, uh, so, but, so yeah. um, that's my that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping maybe the coaches see Fred kind of carrying the Raptors this season, and maybe we can get a break with, and then get another um, J- uh, get a divisional Jalen Brown and Fred in the in the reserves. But we'll see. Yeah, I think um, I kind of had similar shows to you. I didn't I had the only person really in the front court I had. Um, that it was like Julius Randle that I was really considering because the Nets have been like uh, like a very, very big surprise this year. The Knicks, the Knicks. Um, I'm surprised you actually had Vucevic over Randle because mm-hmm. I think in terms of stats are very similar. Yeah. Um, and, and the Nets and the Knicks obviously have the storyline of the surprise of like the NBA right now because they've been so poor this past like decade. <laughs> and now they're... Um, <laughs> And now they're now they're actually doing something, and that's part and parcel a lot to like Julius Randle. He's leading the team in in three of like yeah the no, five stats that he basically can. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. I just think that yeah, I was surprised you didn't have you had like Vucevic yeah, over Randle. I just thought but I had Randle in my bubble. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I think the Vucevic one was just because he's the outright best player under the Orlando Magic, and he's already been an All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the the Knicks fan base is obviously bigger, so maybe they'll they'll get Randle. But there's no one really kind of respects the Knicks at all. I yeah. guess at this point, so I like, found it really hard to get a yeah. dick in there. <laughs> yeah, so like I don't yeah. think I don't think just that alone. I think will kind of deteriorate from Julius Randle's um, mm-hmm. potential pick into the All Star game. But I agree, like just see on merit alone, he kind of de- with the numbers he's having, kind of deserves to be mm-hmm. al- considered at least very minimum considered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had yeah, so I had like Randle. I had Fred Van Fleet was there. I know Raptors. Raptors have just been so poor. And no one really on the Raptors really showing up that much, other than like Van Fleet and those. So that's why I had him. Siakam's been so poor. I don't even I don't even think consider it Siakam <laughs> because like it com- compared to like the other front court, I just can't see it. Like there's such big impacts on their team yeah. so far, and like they're helping them win. Um, so I just couldn't see him beating like a 
uh, a Sabonis or a Jason Tatum, especially. So um, that's why I had him. And then obviously I had Jimmy Butler over because I think my, it's Jimmy Butler. The name value is way bigger. And Miami, I think, is going to step it up a little bit here. Yeah. So that's why I kind of had them there. Um, so yeah, Julius Randle, Fred Van Vliet. I had Colin Sexton, I thought about. But like to Liam's point, I think he's like two years or a year away from being in the All-Star game. I don't think it's, even though Cleveland's been a nice, a decent surprise. Yeah. But I don't think they'll, they'll hold that. And then I had Gordon Hayer was a heavy consideration. Definitely a heavy consideration. Um, but yeah, no. So that's why I had um, the Miles Turner one was a bit surprising from, from you, Liam, in my opinion. Uh, definitely there's other players I probably would have put in front of him. But like Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, I guess I understand that. Like Ben Simmons, <laughs> yeah. Best, best, te- best team in the East. Hey, uh, best team in the East. Dan, or Dre, at least, at least Dan didn't uh, throw Towns in for the West. So we can be happy yeah, about I know. that. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I thought that was coming. Or D'Angelo Russell. You could tell, you could, you could tell Downs be a little bummed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eh? I was going to say D'Lo's gonna, gonna, making a squeeze in there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised Daniel was actually picking Ben Simmons, to be honest. Like, I, I get I get the argument, um, but I don't know. I just I just can't see it. Like, even Devin Booker alone was, like, being on a reserve is, I don't like, I don't think is a great choice as well. I think there's obviously some bias there, but yeah, yeah I mean, I'm surprised Calvin Towns wasn't chosen, to be honest. I thought for sure he was going that route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I don't know. I see why you guys think Ben Simmons is not the sexy pick because Joel Embiid's been um, really good this season. But I don't know. Ben Simmons, like other than Joel Embiid's leading three other categories, but Ben Simmons leading the other two on on the on 76ers. So I think a lot of the a lot of it has to go to Ben Sim- Ben Simmons as well. And I think people are not giving nearly as much credit yeah. to to Ben Simmons this season just because he. His numbers, his statistical statistical numbers, has regressed a little bit, but uh, I don't know. He's still still like the, the he still runs the offense for 76ers. He's still the best defensive player. So I don't know. That's just why I thought he deserved it, especially because they've been the best team in the East. If they weren't, I think that'd be a different discussion. If they were like mid table, but they are the best. So I have to reward it as I did with uh, Utah as well. Yeah, I'm curious to so. see. I, I'm, I can't wait for these All Stars like, to come out yeah. to see compare these lists to see yeah, how close we are or how far. Yeah. But obviously, we're going to have to take in consideration the next month of basketball as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big thing. Just do this every week. Christian Wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, update, the, update the list. All star, all star shows. You have like green triangles yeah. going up, red triangles for players moving down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first four in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we, we, well, we took, that took up a lot of time. So I think our lists are pretty solid. Uh, like, yeah, like we said, the East is a lot more difficult to manage than the West. But no, it was fun. I, lo- I love that she's thinking, adding different aspects to our list. And I think hopefully we'll see who gets the most right picks. We could maybe, after the All-Star selections are, are solid, we, we can compare and see what people had and then see who had the most right. Yep. Um, I think, I think you guys are going to be, uh, stunned when, I know I won't be when Ben Simmons gets selected, but I will be, yeah. And then Devin Booker as well, but it just shows that I just know more about basketball than you guys. I guess you guys if, if that's, that's what you're hanging it on, then I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> 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 All right, um, let's go. Let's go into. So we'll just go briefly into like, kind of. We kind of want. I wanted to bring this up quickly because Andres, my dear brother and friend <laughs> and and loyal companion. Has been hit with another shocker this week. Could we even call it a shocker? But in terms of Kansas's rankings, yeah, this is not. Gonna, I don't even know if you call it a shocker. This is anymore. not going to be a good bottom of the hour for me. 
I can tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a good bottom of the app. We, ha- we have to touch upon it because we did get into it last week about Kansas's rightful place in the top 25. And, like, once again, actually, Andres, what do you have to say for yourself? I kind of just want to um, move off that. Disappointed, to be honest. Um, I'm cl- I'm cl- <laughs> I love this already. More, more, more. <laughs> like, so what do we, so we left off. We left off with like Kansas playing two games, right? Um, we given it was a given ge- before the West Virginia game. It was a given that we were supposed to win, which I'm glad we we did. Um, just mm-hmm. the, then the West Virginia game, I was kind of a little bit skeptical. Um, but though we beat them early, like in the beginning of the Big Twelve um, conference play, uh, so I thought maybe we had another chance. But just like I guess the recent form just got like, kicked in for the Kansas for the Jayhawks. Like they looked really poor in the West Virginia game and. I'm just like I have losing all hope that in any ranked game that Kansas plays in the Big 12, they're gonna lose. So we're I'm literally hoping on this next four stretch where they play, I think Oklahoma State, um, Iowa State twice, and I think they go back to Kansas State. Um, we gotta go four and zero if we're gonna give ourselves a chance to not play a hard team in the NCAA tournament. Um, so I think these four games are a momentum builder going forward. And then we're gonna have a tough schedule. At, like the next three games against Texas, Texas, no Texas Tech, Texas, and Baylor. So like it's gonna be another diminished blow to the ego if we can't get four no here and then get routed in the next three ranked games. So um, I think we can go one and two in the rankings, but we gotta go four no the next to have any hope that we're gonna be sustainable in the NCAA tournament and not get reamed by Devin Curry in the group chat. So this is what I'm hoping for <laughs> the Kansas Jayhawks to do in the next games for the for us because they have not been looking good and i know we had a huge discussion me and devin i don't know if you guys caught it in the group chat about the kansas jayhawks being where where they were ranked and where they're projected to be in the bracket um but it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough for my jayhawks yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see i agree they're in the six to seven seating range as of right now probably eh? Mm -hmm. and i think they can i think they can hop back into the into the top 25, even if these the, we're, we're playing the bottom half of the Big 12 right now, um, I think we can still jump back in just because of, I know you don't rank <laughs> losses at all, but in, <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion that a quality loss is obviously not a win. I know that. But like a quality loss, like a Q1 loss, definitely helps your resume more than losing in like non-conference play to non-ranked team. I know our OKC sta- our OK State loss was really bad, but I mean, the, like, like you, you can't change your schedule. Like we're not, we can't not play Baylor. We cannot play Texas. We cannot play Texas Tech. Oklahoma's rising. Like it's hard, it's hard not to avoid these games. And saying say these losses are going to destroy Kansas, which I don't think they destroy Kansas, but obviously they help them a little bit when you're looking at the overall resume and that their strength of schedule. So that's what I think. Like even if we do win um, the next four, which I'm hoping we do, I think we can definitely jump back into the top 20. And I know there'll be a huge discussion again why we still don't deserve to be in the top 20. But in my opinion, I think we do deserve it if we can get those wins under our belts. Wait, so did, did, we, did we touch upon uh, Kansas' potential ranking this week? Uh, no, I haven't predicted um, the potential ranking yet. But in my opinion, they'll be out of the top 25. They have in to my be. Opinion. Yeah, they, they have, have to, to be. They have to if, be. if they're not, that that actually be that should be criminal. Yeah, if they're actually I, I, in, in the top imagine yeah. Dev I, if, I they, if they're still ranked twenty five. Uh, I know, I know. He's gonna have he's really gonna have an aneurysm. Right. I, I'll like, have I to give it to him. I'll have, have to give it to him. Like, there's no there's no going around it. Like, if we're like hanging out at twenty five, it it'll be like you know Dev will still go off. 
So even yeah. Liam as well. Like you'll still go off and Daniel well, as well because you made the yeah, case. Yeah, I would go off because yeah, they, they, they don't do not deserve, deserve to be ranked yeah. after this. So yeah. uh, and, I, and I'll concede. Yeah, you have to. Like they don't deserve to be a, t- a ranked team right now. Um, to say that they they're, they're gonna they shouldn't be like in a like in a six seed though. Uh, like at, at first uh, I was hearing that like some people were saying that they're going eight nine. I'm like, there's no way they're gonna be eight nine seed in the in the in the NCAA tournament. So I was kind of, that was foolish. Well, right, right, now, right now, no. I was kind of right getting now, upset no. over that. But it was one of those four games there's... you banked as wins, though. And eh, who knows? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we have to win these. If we, if like three and one, it's still like a bad hit to the resume. If we lose against like Iowa State, which is terrible. Um, but <laughs> like two and two, it would absolutely be the dead. Like it would be, we would be done. We'd have to, we'd have to go essentially three. We'd have to beat Baylor in order to get our resume back up. If we, if we were going to do anything in the NCAA tournament or, or for a ranking. Like if we go two and two unranked and then we go, um, we, we go at least two and one and one of those wins are against Baylor, then we, I'll have hope. But if not, I don't know. I don't see a good future for the Kansas Jayhawks. If we don't go three, at least, at least three and one in the next four games. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think you guys definitely have a lot of, uh, work ahead of you. Um, I don't think they, they're deserving a top 25 spot at all. I didn't think they were really deserving of a top 20 spot last week. So, um, yeah, no, it's just been disappointing. And I'm happy you're coming to your senses to kind of the favoritism that's going on with uh, Kansas and the ranking system. So, Well, I'm not, I haven't come to my senses yet. <laughs> like, I'm waiting after this week. What, what, else, what else do you need? What else do you need? What do you mean? This, we, we'll see what Monday goes. If, I'm, if, I'm, if they're out of the top 25, then, like, I, I don't agree with you still. Because you're not, your point hasn't been proven if they're out of the top 25. My point was proven when they were 15th and they were like trash. Still, so, that was my point proven. No, I don't agree. We still we still have an argument about th- about that, but yeah, I don't I don't agree. I don't agree yeah. with that. I'm just yeah. looking forward to uh, uh, wanna... first round of the tournament. Them getting upset by like UConn or something as a 11th seed. That that'd be that would be really yeah that'd be really juicy. Yeah. Or bit, Kentucky yeah, bit... after winning Kentucky wins the SEC tournament. Sneaks in as a 12 seed or 11 seed and uh, upsets Kansas. <laughs> that would be fun. That'd be that, that, Liam, Liam, that would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna. Ha- I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think they're winning the SEC well, tournament. They got a chance. They've shown they can hang with every SEC team, but then they just blow it. Bro, Kent, Kent, St- Kent State has Kent State has more chance of winning the SEC tournament than Kentucky does. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, no, um, yeah, those are, I, lo- I love talking college basketball because obviously your guys' teams are doing poorly and mine teams are really doing doing really well. So anytime I'm looking, you don't get to do this. Yeah, what's Baylor's yeah. schedule? Looking also, like? uh, also, uh, at what point is Baylor going to be ranked one? Like, what else do they have to do? I don't understand. They got yeah, what, what to beat Gonzaga. They need that ridiculous. game to happen. Yeah, what, what's what's or, Bro, or what's so dumb, um, I don't care. What's what's the Baylor schedule looking like right now? Uh, they they have some pr- pretty tough competition coming up. Um, other than TCU, which was postponed, and Oklahoma was postponed, they have uh, Texas Tech, and then on the thirteenth, and then they have West Virginia back to back. Yeah, damn. and then they'll have Oklahoma State, Iowa State, which are winnable. I think Oklahoma State is the one that was um, postponed, and then they have Kansas the last game of the season. They have a lot of games postponed still, so so. We'll see what happens with those ones, but if Baylor goes undefeated in the Big Twelve, then they should be one. If they play the game against Gonzaga and lose, then they won't be one. Then Gonzaga should be one. That's, that's just, my stance. On. I don't know if they. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even. Okay, I don't understand. I want to understand your more. I want to understand that stance more because 
if Baylor's beating ranked opponents like left and right, and Gonzaga's playing basically like bottom half of D one schools, like I don't understand like why Baylor has to be cannot be ranked one just because the both teams are undefeated. Yeah, I agree. With that's because what I'm saying. It essentially, is because if Baylor essentially, wins those games, but essentially, then they will be ranked it, one. but they shouldn't. They, sh- they should literally like, if they play Oklahoma or like they play Texas Tech ranked thirteenth. If they play Texas Tech and they beat them, like that automatically, like they should be number one. Like it, they don't have to be beating ranked teams after ranked team. And just because Gonzaga got to number one first, that Baylor has to be waiting at number two. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree I, with you, Dan. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. whatever one, Gonzaga's not winning any any ranked. I mean, it, yeah, Gonzaga's not beating any ranked ranked teams. Yeah, like if you want the pretend crown type of thing, but I think what you really want is Gonzaga to lose to Baylor. Because that would actually be number one. Of course, like you can have the fake crown. Yeah, of course. But you want the but, real crown. But for, well, it wouldn't be fake. The fake crown's on Gonzaga right now because they're not winning anything and they're just still number one because they're undefeated. That's a fake crown. If Baylor's if Baylor becomes number one, that's not a fake crown. They've proven to be the number one team in the country with all the the ranked wins they have under the belt, and they're undefeated still. Okay, maybe and not one of the toughest conferences maybe fake crown in America. Is harsh, but like what really matters is when they play each other. If yeah, of course, and I would. I wish that game happened yeah. because then there would be no. Com- yes. We wouldn't be having this conversation. But yeah, yeah we'd be having but that. Why, why Baylor's a strong number two? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but unfortunately, with Gonzaga, like they had to postpone it because Gonzaga, someone in Gonzaga had COVID, so that's unfortunate. But <laughs> hopefully, they can reschedule. I, I just don't see them re- rescheduling really anywhere because, like, <clears throat> yeah, Baylor already has two games postponed. Tex- yeah. like TCU, Oklahoma, and then they have Texas Tech the thirteenth, West Virginia fifteenth, West Virginia the eighteenth, and then like. Just the two other games close, like yeah, yeah, and then the conference, and they're not. They made it known that they're not rescheduling any conference games. Like those are the take priority. So I just don't. I don't know how, what's gonna happen, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what the rankings are. Um, maybe we can make a little graphic. Um, social uh, social media manager about how Kansas is gonna be out of the top twenty five this week. Just uh, to kind of update update our listeners. How would I make, I know, how would I I make a graphic about that? Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty boring graphic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe just just a nice little gra- a nice little a nice little uh, story about how now you're just torturing me. How the hot topic of the of the month and how it's come. Now you're just I can, I can just picture Andres doing doing the doing the post and just crying with a tear. Yeah, just while tears while coming down. Tears on his laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I think. Uh, I think that no, I think we'll see what happens in the upcoming days. We'll definitely have to do some sort of ranking system. Another list coming in hot with um, college basketball. I cannot wait to start doing brackets. That's yeah. gonna be so much fun. We'll have to have a marathon about Andy that. Came, Andy Katz came so out. Much fun. I cannot wait. Andy Katz came out with a with a premature bracket for for the tournament. Yeah, you gotta check that out. Yeah, who were the one seeds in his uh, in his bracket? Andrew, do you remember? Uh, you had Villanova, Wait, well, Duke, we Gonzaga, Baylor. No, Duke, sorry, uh, Baylor, Gonzaga, Nova, and I think he had Michigan. Yeah, he had Villanova as three, like the third best one, and then I think he had Michigan as a number one seed as well, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Vill- Villanova got upset, right? This uh, this past week. Yeah, yeah. So that this yeah. was before the game, though. This was like early on in the week. Yeah, he came out with it. Fair. Um. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that'll obviously that'll fluctuate like crazy. I think I think the only locks are Baylor Gonzaga for for number one seeds. Uh, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see updated brackets as the week goes on. See if we can get, um, we can follow, um, Andy and see if we can get updated brackets on the stories to see how much, you, how much it fluctuated throughout the week. Sounds good. Sounds good. And the, the last thing we kind of want, I want to touch on 
Um, and that's um, Liam's locks this past week. Yeah, I want Liam. I want you to describe to us the feeling about being, uh, being being the bailer of betting, essentially. Well, it wasn't a perfect week. It was three <laughs> and four. We unfortunately <laughs> lost. We won the two NBA ones. Um, that got us up to yeah. what we were at six in a row there. Then we won the morning college basketball betting against Kansas. Stone cold lock. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> easiest money ever. And then, uh, and then we had Auburn to cover a small, a couple points and, and then they lost. It was a really good game. I tuned into the second half in overtime. They lost to, to Ole Miss, a dagger at the buzzer in overtime. Um, so close game, but yeah. Not a perfect week. We're going for perfect weeks, though, the way things have been going. Um, yeah, three out of four isn't a bad consolation prize, but yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, I did have a funny little story to, to do with that because, or to do with kind of betting yeah, on basketball because, sure. uh, <laughs> like, Peyton, my girlfriend's been betting on basketball a fair bit. <laughs> and <laughs> and she just kind of throws together these dumb parlays. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but they're just dumb. <laughs> and so it was. I don't know what day did I text you guys. It would have been shout out to yeah, Payne. Shout shout out to Payne. Payne. That's Saturday. That was, that was uh, was it yesterday? No, I no, think it, it was Friday. Thursday uh, or Friday. You sent that. Yeah. Oh, you sent that. Yeah, you sent that on Thursday. I think. Yeah. Anyways, she uh, <laughs> she had three NBA teams in a parlay, three underdogs. Um, one of them was Portland, who was without Dame, without CJ, without Nurkic, without Derek Jones, without four of their starters playing away against Philadelphia, who like never loses at home. And Portland blew them out somehow. Uh, they went up <laughs> huge early, even though Embiid had like, that was the game he had like 25 points in the second quarter or something. In one and, quarter, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Peyton hit these three underdogs. She turned like $3 into like $70. And after I had called her bet, I was that's like, crazy. I looked at I was like, that's the dumbest bet ever. And then it hits. <laughs> and it turns like $3 into 70 So um, yeah, that's we crazy. might have to include some Peyton parlays with Liam Locks. Not 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 recommended you follow, but just purely up no, yeah. it. Yeah. If you listeners. call if you call them dumb, then they'll win. So Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, we'll have um, uh of, sorry, I was just gonna say yeah, we'll have probably no, 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 probably follow yeah. the same type of thing. I like doing two NBA games during during the week and then usually Saturday college basketball. So that's uh it's been fun. For sure. Yeah. And uh, because we're recording on Super Bowl Sunday, um, I know this will be released afterwards, but what is everyone's predictions for the game? Just so that so the listeners could see, like, maybe if we were right, we were wrong. What do you guys think before we end it off here? Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. Chiefs? Yeah. How are you, Liam? Less than a touchdown, no win, I would say. Yeah, this is a really <laughs> tough tough one to call, man. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Bucks. I've got, a, I've got a nice ticket on the Bucks. $5 pays out two fifty five. so... I've had it for almost yeah, a year now. I put down. it the day after. Yeah, yeah, I placed it the day after uh, the Super Bowl last year, hoping that Tom Brady would go to Tampa Bay. He did. So we're so close to cashing that ticket. I'm, uh, I'm going to be going all in for the Bucks, And uh, I think they just got an awesome defense. And yeah. hopefully we can uh, get to Mahomes, although it's scary betting against Pat Mahomes. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to place a couple of cheeky bets. Maybe I'll... Hit up Peyton for some yeah. uh, some fun parlays. Some, uh, from insight on her parlay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she give you a, an anthem, a national anthem length parlay with a coin toss, probably with the color of the Gatorade. She's probably got that ready. Huh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 a, and a Gronkowski first. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 a, and a cheeky blinding lights remix by the weekend. 
Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, how about you, Dan? What do you have? What do you have winning? Uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm de- I'm gonna put some bets down, but I think I'm gonna go with. I kind of want the Chiefs to win just to kind of solidify their back to back and Pat Mahomes being the youngest quarterback under 25 to win two two Super Bowls. Um, but I want to put my money on. I want to put my money on uh, the Chiefs, but I want kind of the Bucks to win in a way because I want. Um, I know it goes against what I'm saying, but I meant to say I want to put the money on Chiefs because I think they're going to win. Yeah. But I want the Bucks to win, kind of. Just a. Uh, I don't know. I don't hate Tom Brady anymore. <laughs> for some you decided? <laughs> Maybe because I'm the Patriots, and he has not. So, he's not so dominant. But I just don't hate Tom Brady anymore. Yeah, fair enough. So, and I have my boy Chris Godwin on. Uh, on the Bucks. On Tampa Bay. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Though. That's my pick. It's going to be a fun game. Fun day for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up everything. That was uh, another great pod. We got another all-star listing. Let us know what you guys think. And um, we can always reach out to us. Follow our, we have a link tree now. Um, it's not only, not only our, our only fans are on it, but also our <laughs> links to our Twitters, Instagram. Um, we have the link to our website for Amateur Hour Sports Network. And we also have the, what was the one thing I'm missing? I feel like we're, 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 we had on, but, um, yeah, all our information's there. Yeah, we're organized. You can reach out to us. Yeah, and email us at Two Compost Podcast if you have any questions or anything. So let us know. It was nice, uh, a good pod. Hey, let, we'll let you guys go. Thank Dan, you, quickly, everyone. Quickly, I wanted to sneak in my yeah. uh, my biased takes from the podcast, and I had one ready. Oh yes, and go that's for that. It. Uh, that yes. Miles Turner is better than Demantis Sabonis. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I can't follow that There's up. That was, uh, yeah. that was a very biased one. Let's end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll end it there. That was a very, very, very biased take. Um, unlike my Ben Simmons or Devin Booker take, those are actually factual. So, <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, no, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate all the support again. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bam.